0: to uh, another episode of Q Review. I know y'all are probably like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? Just out the blue. I know you thought I was finished, but I'm back. You boy been really busy. Work has been crazy as hell. Um, And, you know, work is where I usually do all of the, um, you know, the research and shit for this podcast. So I've been actually having to work instead of uh, do this. But today I decided I'm about to just put this in front of my job because fuck them. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, without further ado, let's jump into this. We're going to get into some movie news. Um, Expendables 4 is in the works. No release date yet on that. Um, You know, I'm kind of excited. While none of the movies were great, none of them were bad either. All right. There's three decent movies, you know, action, entertaining, you know, nothing spectacular, but also, you know, they're not boring. They're not, you know, so there's that. Uh, what else we got? We got Jamie Fox, the two X's, uh, says that he made Marvel promise he would not be blue in order to secure his return as Electro. So um, I, I like that because he looked corny as hell blue, but, uh Anyway, uh, Tom Holland confirms No Way Home picks up immediately after Far From Home. So, can't wait to see that. Uh, Comes out, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after that, I believe. And I already got my tickets. I'll be there Saturday morning, me and the fam. So, looking forward to that. All gonna have uh, Spider-Man t-shirts on. I don't know if they know it yet. I got mine. Son got his. Gotta get the wife one anyway uh let's see i think that's it that's it for the movie news this week so we're gonna jump right into it uh this week's film we have 007 no time to die So, No Time to Die was directed by Keri Joji Fukunaga. Uh, he directed the first season of True Detective, uh, which everyone loved. That's about the only one, because the next two seasons, mm, they weren't too good. Second season's trash. Uh, third season was all right. Uh, let's see. The only movie listed uh, besides this one is Beasts of No Nation which I believe is a Netflix film uh, with uh, Idris Elba in it. So it's pretty wild that they trusted him with such a major motion, major motion picture like this. I mean, you know, that's, that's a lot for kind of a first-time film director, but I think he did a pretty good job. So. now The film stars Daniel Craig, of course. This is uh, James Bond, 007. Uh, Rami Malik, Lashana Lynch... Uh, My other wife, Naomi Harris, Jeffrey Wright, Christoph Waltz, and Ray Fiennes. Uh, It came out in 2021, finally, uh, because it was delayed by COVID. It was supposed to come out in April of 2020. Uh, You know, I was supposed to, I had the whole thing planned. My birthday's in April, love 007. I was going to try to like rent out the theater or at least rent out a section in the theater uh, and have all my friends go and see the movie with me, but that didn't really work out. Anyway, uh, the budget was between two hundred and fifty and three hundred million, brought in seven hundred and sixty four point nine million. so it was definitely successful. Um, you know, I'm sure it would have crossed the billion mark had it not been you know in a panini, but it is what it is. I'm sure they're not uh, you know disappointed in it. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores, critics uh, gave it an 84%, the audience gave it an 88%. So certified fresh, Uh, it's rare when the critics and the audience agree, in my opinion, that's a good way for you to gauge how good of a, you know, or bad a movie is, Um, you know, because typically the critics will shit on a movie, and then the, um, you know, the audience will love it, or vice versa, Uh, when it's right there in the middle. I feel like you. you it's always going to be a good movie. So, uh, my score. Um, I gave it a fucking five out of five. I mean, come on. Did you expect anything less? I love this movie. I mean, it's full of action, beautiful, beautiful scenery, even more beautiful women. Um, you know, anyone who knows me knows I love the Bond films, at least the modern ones. Uh, I haven't seen any of the ones made before the nineties. Like the Sean Connery ones and all that. Haven't seen those. Uh, but I've literally seen every Bond film since Goldeneye. With the exception of Quantum of Solace in theaters. Uh, I think I was on one of those unpaid forced vacations when that one came out. Anyway, that's a different story for a different podcast. Uh, this movie is about a young, uh, young Madeline Swan. Uh, Well, it's not about her, but, you know, just a little synopsis. So, in the past, a young Madeline Swan witnesses the murder of her mother uh, by Lucifer Saffin uh, and a failed attempt to murder her father, Mr. White. Um, Madeline shoots Saffin, but he survives. She flees onto a nearby frozen lake and falls through the ice. Then he rescues her. Yeah, that's a twist. Uh, In the present time, uh, after the capture of Ernst Blofeld, uh you guys may remember him from Spectre. He was the villain in Spectre. If you saw Spectre, yeah. You know. Uh let's see. Madeline is in Matera, somewhere in Europe, with James Bond. Uh Spectre Assassins ambush Bond when he visits his ex uh Vesper Lynn's tomb. Uh Vesper was uh his love interest in the first film, Casino Royale. Uh anyway, so Though Bond and Madeline escape the assassins led by Primo, he believes she has betrayed him. Uh, Despite her pleas, he leaves her ass there. So, yeah. Uh, Flash forward five years later, uh, an MI6 scientist named Valdo Oberchev is kidnapped from an MI6 laboratory. Uh, With M's approval, Oberchev had been working on a project uh, called Hercules, or Heracles, uh, it was a bioweapon containing nanobots that infect like a virus kind of. So um, basically when somebody touches you, they infect you, they like go into your, your DNA, uh and they become lethal with the touch of a button to not only you, but your relatives. So uh but they're harmless to anyone else who's not infected. It's crazy. So uh Bond, he had been retired in Jamaica He winds up getting contacted by CIA agent Felix Leiter, played by what's that brother's name? What is his name? Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Um, Yeah, and his colleague Logan Ash. Yeah. So Felix Leiter and Logan Ash, they go try to get Bond to come help Uh, find Overchov. Bond initially declines, but after Nomi. Uh, who's an MI6 agent, and his successor as 007. So she takes over the 007 moniker. Uh, she tells him about the Project Heracles. Bond agrees to help Lighter, uh, even though Nomi warns him to stay out of it. So, yeah. I don't want to spoil too much, just in case y'all haven't seen it. I believe it's at uh, Redbox already. You could probably stream it on, like, uh, I don't know, all kinds of services, I believe. Um, peacock maybe paramount plus i'm not sure you know y'all figure it out anyway uh my favorite characters outside of the main character james bond uh in this film i have two one is money penny played by the beautiful naomi harris i really just enjoy looking at her Uh, the second one is going to be nomi uh, aka 007 she really held it down it was dope seeing a woman in that role uh you know, on the to top it off, a woman of color, and so she really killed it. So, shout out to uh, Latasha Lynch for that. Uh, let's see if I could recast anyone in this film. So normally, I do this segment segment for like the specific movie that I'm reviewing, but since this is the end of the line for Bond, I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I got a little. A little watery eyed in the theater, you know, being that this is Craig's last movie and how he went out, but anyway, uh, this week's recast is going to be for a reboot. So, if they were to reboot the film, which you know they are eventually, uh, who would I cast as these characters? So, for Bond, uh, I would have loved to see Idris Elba take over as Bond, but you know, I feel like now he's too old, um, you know as he would have to play the role for at least three to five movies. Uh, And typically, it's like two to five years between each film. So I feel like he might be a little too old. They should have gave him that role a long time ago, back when Daniel Craig said he didn't want to do it anymore. But anyway, here we are. Uh, So anyway, my pick would be Henry Cavill. Uh, You may know him as Superman. He's British. Uh, He has a look where he can play... You know, he can play him either kind of rugged, like, you know, Daniel Craig did, or pretty boy type, like how Pierce Bronsman did. So uh, I think you could go either way with that guy. I think that would be a a good pick for the next James Bond. For Felix, I think they should give that role to Idris Elba. All right? I think he's a perfect fit. seeing as how in the Craig Bond movies, Felix did look a little older than Bond, and Idris looks a little older than, than Cavill. Um, but I mean, that could change any day cause you know how them, them people age kind of like Mayo. So, uh, anyway, but i like to see, uh, Idris in that role and I, I'd like to see Felix get more shine in the Bond movies instead of just cameos uh, and even get some action scenes and actually, you know, see him and Bond team up. So I think he'd be perfect for that role if they did it that way, uh, for the role of M. If they keep it a male character, I'd like to see Christian Bale. Uh, I think he'd be perfect. He looks young enough to where they could play the angle that he's like a former field agent uh, and even use him in some action scenes like they did with Ray Fiennes, but even more since he's younger. Uh, If they go the female route again, uh, I'd like to see Kate Winslet. Uh, She's older but looks younger than she actually is, so she could play the role for quite some time. Uh, she's a good actress. Uh, she looks to be in pretty good shape. So you know, if they were to do some like action scenes or put her in some dangerous situations in the film, it would look believable. You know, not like you know if they like how they did with uh, Judy Dench in um, what was that Skyfall. You know, she was older, you know, kind of hard to. She could barely run. So yeah, uh, for the role of Q. I'd like to see Damson Idris, AKA Franklin Saint. Uh, dude is a phenomenal actor. He's young, so he could play the role for quite some time. Uh, And it would just be dope to see a young black man play play like the genius inventor in these films. So I think that'd be a good way to go. Uh, for money penny, uh, I would like to see Emily Blunt. I think she'd be good for it. Um, she's gorgeous. And, uh, that's all I really got. You know, she's, she's a good-looking woman. So, uh, My favorite scene in this movie, I'd say, is going to be the last action sequence when Bond was making his way up the stairs to open the blast doors. Uh, he dropped a lot of bodies in that sequence. So yeah, that was definitely pretty cool. And uh, now we're going to move over to some Trivia. You know, everybody's favorite, favorite uh, part of the podcast. Trivia time! All right, so for the trivia for the Italy set vehicle chases, uh, the production utilized about eight thousand four hundred gallons of Coca Cola poured on ancient streets in Matera. Um, it cost the production about seventy seven thousand dollars. And the reason they use Coke, uh, apparently it acts as a liquid adhesive. Uh, For example, it was used for the motorbike jump scene in order to make the ramp surface sticky so as to deter the bike from sliding. Uh, Reportedly, the production spilt the soft drink all over the streets of Montero for the bike and car chases requiring a big cleanup job afterwards. Uh, Stunt coordinator Lee Morrison said, I've been spraying Coca-Cola on slippery surfaces for a very long time. Uh, with the drink able to make things look very clean after it washes off. So, uh, What else we got? Let's see. The type of mask semen film worn by Safin, uh, played by Rami Malik, uh, is known as a NO mask. Uh, it's spelled N O H. Uh, They're made by carving from blocks of Japanese cypress and then later painted with natural pigments. The similarity to the words No, N-O, and No, N-O-H, contributed to the belief prior to release that Malik's character was a new incarnation of Dr. No, who was the title character of the first James Bond film, Dr. No, back in 1962. God damn, these movies have been long, around for a very long time. Uh, let's see. Christoph Waltz return as villain Ernest Stavro Blowfield was supposed to be a secret in surprise moviegoers. However, he was spotted on a lot at Pinewood Studios during principal photography, uh, where Waltz allegedly said to some passerby something like, you haven't seen me. Uh, Once the secret was out, Waltz's appearance in the movie became part of the picture's publicity, uh, with him appearing in credits and trailers. So they spoiled it. They sure sure seem to be doing a hell of a job keeping the... uh, Spider-Man actors under wrap for the new Spider-Man movie so hopefully Toby and Andrew are actually in it and we're not all about to be disappointed because that would fucking suck anyway uh let's see with this film Daniel Craig will become the third oldest actor to play James Bond Roger Moore was 57 years old for View to Kill Sean Connery was around 53 for Never Say Never Again and Craig, for No Time to Die, was fifty-one. Uh, let's see. This is the first James Bond movie to feature all the characters of Q, Felix Leiter, and Miss Money Penny. Oh, uh, as well as M, since License to Kill back in nineteen eighty-nine, uh, which is an interval of about thirty-one years. So, yeah. Uh, Latasha Lynch had not watched any of the Bond films prior to taking part in this one. Uh, So once her casting had been confirmed, she did precisely that and watched all of them during her uh, preparations for the role, starting from the very beginning with Dr. No right up to Spectre. That is a lot of movie as there are 27, well, including this film, 27. So it's a lot of catching up she had to do. Let's see. Daniel Craig, uh, he helped design... Bond's exclusive Swiss Omega Seamaster Diver 300 meters. Uh, let's see. his. F- t- 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 the watch comes in two editions, uh, one with a NATO-style strap. That one costs about $8,100, the more expensive one. Uh, it has a titanium mesh bracelet. Uh, it retails for about $9,200. Uh, Bond has steadfastly worn the Omega Seamaster Omega since Goldeneye 1995, and the Swiss company's longest-running line. So, yeah, those are some expensive-ass watches. Damn, not a diamond on it. I don't even think they're—they're I mean, they're just stainless steel. So they're just really expensive watches. This wild. All right. Uh, that's it for trivia. Not really a lot of trivia. It tends to happen with the newer movies. Uh, you know, things tend to come out about them later on. So that's why, you know, you see with the older movies, I have a lot more trivia, but anyway, now we're going to move on to the top five. Top five. All right. So, uh, for the top five, we got top five Bond films. And, uh, like I said earlier, there are 27 of them. I'm only basing this list off of the modern ones, starting from the 90s because, like I said, I've never seen any of the other ones. So, number one uh, is going to be Skyfall. Uh, The movie was just amazing. Visually stunning, action was great, storyline great. Uh, Number two, Casino Royale, the one that kicked it all off for Daniel Craig. Number three, the one that got me to, uh, you know, Kind of fall in love with the Bond movies. Golden Eye. Best video game. Uh, you know, best first-person shooter video game ever. Okay. It's just if you haven't played it, go pick up an N64, check it out. Uh number four, I'm gonna put this one, No Time to Die. And then number five, I know a lot of people hate on it, but I love it. Uh Spectre. So. That's it. That's uh, it for the top five. That's it for this episode. I plan on being back next week. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but uh, I'm going to start working on it uh, probably tomorrow. So, you know, and hopefully I'll have it out sometime next week. Try to get these going back weekly again. You know, don't want to leave y'all hanging. But uh, yeah, do me a favor. Like, listen share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, Uh, even an enemy, um, you know, if you got any suggestions on what you want to hear, go ahead and shoot those to me, Uh, you know, again, if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up, like I said, we could do it uh, remotely, you know, over the phone, or I could come to you, either way works, but uh, yeah, that's it, it's been real, y'all stay safe out there stupid to love you, was I reckless to help, was it obvious to everybody else?